We want to talk right down to earth in a language that everybody here can easily understand. I'm not having a good time. I'm pretty sad. Nate, I, I texted you uh, yesterday and today. This is not something I want to be doing right now. I The last thing I think I want to be doing right now is talking about sports on the radio. And I have to come on here after that Packers loss and talk about it. I'm, I didn't shower till 4 p.m. I had class today, but I didn't do anything. This is the most productive thing I've done all day uh, to be like a productive member of society. Uh, I don't I, how. I don't even want to ask how you're feeling because I know how you're feeling. Don't. And now you're giving me that smug well, smile. I don't. You know, I was I was wanting a Chiefs Packers Super Bowl, so I weren't we all? I I was. I mean, I am excited, um, but I'm not, I'm not here to gloat. Uh, that's not that's not who I am. I don't believe in that. Uh, but unless you're a fan of another team that the Chiefs were competing against yeah. on the way there. But, um, yeah, I, I, I am disappointed too, but not as disappointed <sighs> as you are because I'm not a Packers fan. Well, thank you for tuning in here on Wildcat 91.9 New Music Now. I'm your host, Colin Settle. This is Settling the Score featuring Nate Gray with his it's, – it's just good to have you back. You, you weren't here last week. Uh, we took a few weeks off after New Year's, but we're back. Coming up on the show today, we're going to talk some uh, play. It's going to be a very football-heavy episode, so prepare for that. We're getting close to the getting close to the Super Bowl now. Uh, I have a new segment coming up here in probably, I'd say, about 10 minutes or so, 8 to 10 minutes, uh, which I'm going to – I don't have an official name for it yet. I'm just going to call it the dumbest thing I saw on Twitter this week. I have a whole intro for it. Stay tuned for that because I saw some pretty dumb things on Twitter this week. Um, I don't know, but I don't know because I asked you if you if you pulled anything, but gosh, it's just I'm not having a good time. Mm-hmm. Here's how here's how the show's gonna work. I'm gonna be sad. This is the the Colin Settle Sad Boy Hour, um, where I'm just gonna sit here and complain the whole time, and either you're just gonna have to put up with it, Nate, or you're gonna have to carry the show. I'll put up for it. I'll so, put up with it and do my best to carry the show. Okay, well, when need be. Before I do anything, I'm gonna. I'm gonna crack open a cold one, not a beer. It's a, uh, it's an orange Fanta in my. Uh, that was crisp <laughs> in my Bosco Boys uh, koozie. Thanks to Scott McFarland for that. Um, I'm just I'm trying to live my best life, you know, without being too sad all of the time. So I'm gonna enjoy my orange Fanta. I hope nobody minds. Um, thanks, mom, for getting that for me. Um, very much appreciated. Let's talk some playoffs. I, I'm dancing around it. I can't do that anymore. <sighs> Packers lost, twenty six thirty one, and the Chiefs won thirty eight twenty four. So, so here's there. There are multiple talking points here because I I was asked by a few of my friends like who who are you gonna rail? Who are you gonna go off on today? And it's gonna be Lafleur. I think that's pretty obvious that that Lafleur like muffed that one up. Just a little bit. He didn't do too well on that one. Uh, 
I don't know. You can blame the refs all you want. I think they were a little inconsistent, but you can't chalk the game up to one play. I think that's the big thing. You know, Tom Brady threw three interceptions in the second half, and the Packers only scored off one of those turnovers. So you can't chalk it up to, okay, yeah, there was there was some bad holding calls or no calls for that matter. You shouldn't have gone. I personally don't think they should have gone for for two that early on in the second in the in the second quarter. I believe don't chase points. You know when when you're that close, right? So I don't know. I just think that. There's so much more that that goes into that loss than just one bad call at the end of the game. Yeah, and I, I don't know, because yeah, I, I agree, and I I do think that that was a bad call, um, considering um, not just in this game, but pretty much the whole playoffs, the refs have been very, very inconsistent, um, and very, but more. I've seen yes, inconsistency, but leaning more on the conservative side on the pass interference kind of letting them play yeah, for the most yeah. part um, which I like because mm-hmm. that way the mm-hmm. game's decided on the field not by yep. officials and I like that um, but the fact of the matter is they really hadn't been calling any of that no. the whole game up until up until the one play like, when the it one matters. play when it really really matters yeah. so that uh, is a bad call but I'm with you I'm not someone who likes to boil it down to the the officiating um, especially because yeah, one play can can stand out, and it will. It's also it's also just human error. Mm-hmm. That's just how you can't yeah. you can't blame because like imagine imagine if we were out there, I wouldn't be able to handle it. I've refed like my brother's middle school football flag football games back home, but like that's nothing compared to like the NFC Championship game, yeah. and I I get stressed out just refing middle schoolers so i couldn't yeah. even imagine no, I, you know, I, uh, what these guys are going through in the nfl yeah i i umpired olathe youth baseball and i mean that was that was stressful so i can't imagine what yeah the referees of the national uh national football league nfc championship yeah. would be feeling speaking of not talking about feelings let's uh take a look at how aaron Rodgers is feeling after after the loss a lot of guys futures that are you know, uncertain, you know, myself included. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I, I, I really do <laughs> like where you, included, uh, uh, I like where you cut it off. Yeah. That was not something that I want to hear from Aaron Rodgers. Uh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> oh man. What a rough day. But on the bright side, whatever happens, Jordan loves there. He's the future, right? I want to ram my head into a right? brick wall. He's the future, right? I don't. He's getting the the Brett not, Favre, not Rogers, until the... not until I see it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna buy in until I see it because I don't want to be disappointed. I've had enough of that over the last 24 hours and over the last nine years of my life watching the Green Bay Packers. I cannot. But here's the thing: I'm not setting the bar high for Jordan Love. And here's the thing: here's the thing, and that's something that I wanted to bring up as well. Is where where where's Ro- what is Rogers' future here, for and with the Green Bay? When Packers? does his contract end? Is it this He's year? He's got three seasons. Three seasons. Three seasons after this season, because this was the first of four, so he has three more on his extension or whatever. Yep. Yeah. And if the Packers would have cut him at the beginning of the season, it would have cost him like two point five mil something. It was a lot of money, right? If you wait till after the second season, so if you only keep him for two years, it costs like a lot less, and then more and more as you go on, right? Because you have to honor the the contract that you're paying him, right? So 
I don't know. It'll be interesting to see because Aaron Jones is on a contract year. Kevin King is on a contract year. Get Kevin King off. Well, I heard um, Jones. I heard they're leaning towards not re-signing. And that's what I've heard, too. Because of the cap space, he's going to want to make a lot of money. And (laughs) with Aaron Rodgers getting out of town, it's not like the Packers have a Super Super Bowl monster team anymore. Well, the backfield... Jamal Williams is a good back. He's a good back. And A.J. Dillon looked like a good kind he's of good battering back. ram, yeah, crank a out power, a few yards. So I don't, I don't mind you take Aaron Jones out of the equation. I mean, Aaron Jones is a stud, but I don't like paying running backs. No, I don't either. Big time money. Nope. That's just they're the most expendable position yep. in football. So I, I, I think, I think it's smart. It'd be smart to let him walk. Yeah. Um, because some chump is going to pay him a lot of money, and he's going to be he's going to be, I mean, even if he stays stays you know good chance of injury, everything yeah. running back is just not a position. No, I ever. So he's think probably he not going to get resigned because you have Jamal Williams and AJ AJ Dillon who can there in carry the, the load well. themselves. Yeah, yeah. So you can get a lot of trade value out of Aaron Jones as well. So I think that's probably where they're going to go. Kevin King is gone off this roster. I don't want him here anymore. Um, after giving up those two touchdowns, and then getting rolled on top of by Leonard Fournette into the end zone. It was a rough day. It's not like, you know, I wish that we could have, you know, five Jair Alexanders out on the field at he the same a, time. He had a good but, game. You know, it is what it is. I Let's talk some, let's talk some Chiefs here because I know that's a more happy subject. How, how are you feeling? going As a Chiefs fan, how are you feeling going into the Super Bowl? Pretty good, I, I assume. Well, I feel good that, that we are going into the Super Bowl, but there's just something about Tom Brady. There's just something about that man. And, you know, I know you might not like this, but Stephen A. Smith always says Aaron Rodgers is a yep. bad man, and he is a bad man. Yep. But, man, Tom Brady, I mean, I, I kind of wrote him off midseason, and I think most people kind of wrote him off. It was like, are they even going to make the playoffs? They're kind of on the edge right now. Yeah. And the, I mean, I mean the dude just finds ways to get it done, and he's on a great team too. So I'm not gonna be like it's all him, but there's just something about him playing him in the Super Bowl that that oh, terrifies yeah. Playoff me. Playoff time. Yeah, it's just scary. But I do feel really good, and I think that the Bills are a lot better than what they looked yesterday. And I think, I think the Chiefs yesterday played. I'm not gonna say cl- a close to perfect game but they played I think one of the best games I've seen him play this year that was good uh, other than other than the muffed the, punt, than the muffed punt, I mean yep. that basically that giving them the ball in like the three yard line that basically spotted them a touchdown yeah I mean other than that the offense was clicking pretty much the whole game minus the first drive or two which it seems like they always are um the defense looked strong against a def- against an offense that um, is one of the best in the league, yep. and I don't know. Josh Allen didn't play that sharp. He, there was, I mean, he only threw one pick, um, but there were two or three passes in there that that were very close to being picked. So I, I know, I think the team as a whole just looked crazy good and made me feel very, very good going into the the Super Bowl. Yeah, I think I think this is gonna be. It'll be a good one, yeah. I think, because you have a you have a rematch from what was it three years ago then the the AFC Championship mm-hmm. where Tom got the best of Frank Clark a couple times and no 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 it was uh D Ford it was D Ford yeah yeah because he right, we right, we right. got him out of town after that game yeah that's yeah, right that's yeah. right so we'll see we'll see what happens hopefully Frank Clark can make some plays Chris yeah. Jones can make some plays 
Yeah. Tyron Matthew, the Honey Badger. Yeah. I'm. I feel pretty good about this. So here's the, here's the thing though is like I don't want Tom Brady to win another Super Bowl. I think he's still going to be around for a few more seasons, but he needs to be stopped. Someone mm-hmm. needs to end that man's career. Not in a sense that like I want them to like kill him on the field. <laughs> But like someone needs to Drew Brees that man because that's what that's what he did to Drew and now somebody needs to do it to him. Yeah, yeah, and I I don't know, you know, all the next few weeks, all anyone's going to talk about oh, is yeah. oh it's the passing of the torch, you yep. know, it's torch. But that's what they said at the AFC Championship game yep. three years ago. They were like oh it's the it's the passing of the torch. It's Brady to Mahomes. You know, it's Brady out with Brady in with Mahomes, and Brady won because Mahomes wasn't ready yet. And Mahomes has won a Super Bowl now. Yep. Uh, Brady has won six. Yep. So um, playing in his tenth playing, Super Bowl, which that is, is beyond ridiculous. beyond me. I that can't. Is so dumb. Can't the only that. the only other athlete that has ever done that is LeBron James to, to play, play in that many that many championships. Yeah, it which is, is ridiculous. Yeah. It's a whole other level. Um, but I mean, yeah, I think it's going to be a great matchup. It's really dumb. Mm-hmm. Speaking of things that are dumb. I it's a new segment that I'm that I'm bringing up for the show here that I think I, I'd like to continue because you see a lot of dumb oh things gosh. on Twitter, a lot of dumb things on Twitter, and this segment is all about the dumbest thing that I saw on Twitter throughout the week. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it, and may God have mercy on your soul. This is the dumbest thing that I have that that I saw on Twitter. Oh yeah, I have two things. I don't know what you have, but I have I got two things that I want to share. I didn't know if you. I no, I don't. I don't usually use Twitter, so I, okay. I didn't. I didn't That's catch fair. anything. But so so the first thing that I want to that I want to share here, and it's kind. Of, I don't want to say it's like an honorable mention because like first off, it wasn't on Twitter. It was on TV, but then somebody obviously put it. It wasn't like a tweet. It was uh, that graphic that they put up for the Bills and Chiefs, where it was like it was comparing the teams, and it's like the Chiefs have the better head coach, they have the better defense, but then it goes to the Bills side, and the Bills have like it. They said that the Bills had the number one receiver in the NFL, and they were winning the quarterback battle. What? Ah, uh, I mean. What? I, I think everything you just said, basically, other than head coach, was the opposite because I the Bills have a great defense. They have a great defense. And the Chiefs is a good defense, but not great. No. And Josh Allen is good, but he's to not there him, yet. He's not there yet. He's not, he's not there yet. He's I don't think he's on the same level as Mahomes no, yet, much less above not him. And Diggs no. is a great receiver. Yeah. You can maybe make an argument for it, but I... No. No, that was one of the dumbest things yeah. I saw on Twitter. Of all, all of the last week, and it it happened yesterday. Yesterday. The That's other, a shame. the other thing that I have here is uh, also came out yesterday as well. A lot of dumb things were said on Twitter yesterday. The other thing that I have here, and I think you'll get a kick out of this, because uh, I know you're not a big Steelers fan, really at all. Really, yeah, no, not, not much. So the second tweet, uh, I couldn't find it. I think it got deleted. But I saw it before it got deleted. And you know, you know if someone deletes a tweet, they made a mistake. Yeah. Somebody somebody messed up if you delete a tweet. It said something along the lines of how Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell, all they needed to do to make a Super Bowl was to get away from Ben Roethlisberger. 
considering neither Antonio Brown has been okay with the Buccaneers. He's yeah. been pretty productive. Le'Veon Bell hasn't really he done, hasn't anything. done anything. He scored two, three touchdowns. No. He hasn't played in the playoffs. And I'm not honestly, I'm not even that impressed with Antonio Brown either. Yeah, I mean he's like, been he good. Came in, but what beginning? Like week a quarter nine or, of the way of yeah, the season, halfway yeah, through the season. Yeah, I know. I don't. He only has like two touchdowns. Didn't I? Don't think he played any of the playoffs. This idea that Big Ben is like toxic for no, I, that makes no sense so. to me. I don't think so. Yeah. No, I don't. I think I think he's a I think he is a decent quarterback that's made a good quarterback because of Mike Tomlin. I think Mike Tomlin is coach. one of the best coaches yeah. over the last He's decade. a good complement to a run-based system. And you see with it when they throw the ball a lot like they did in the playoffs. Yep. He can he's not phenomenal. No, yeah. I agree. I agree though. But that was to say that to say to hype up Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell for going to the Super Bowl when they haven't contri- they haven't done anything. Yeah. I mean, Antonio's done more than than Le'Veon, but that was just idiotic. Yeah. Straight. I've been a lot more pressed with Daryl Williams than I yeah. have Le'Veon Bell yeah. in the in the two or three games Daryl Williams has really ha- really played than Le'Veon in all the games Le'Veon's played this year. I agree. I agree. We'll talk uh, some more Super Bowl type talk here coming up but we're gonna take a quick break super bowl talk coming up we got some k-state other stuff coming up right after this yeah oh boy I'm working on time. I'm upset. Fifty thousand on my head is disrespect. I'm upset. So offended that I had to double check. That's the theme. That's the theme of today's episode or today's show. I'm just. I'm just not having a good time, Nate. Not at all. I'm sorry. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing about it. Is is honestly, honestly, Aaron Rodgers' legacy is tarnished in my opinion because everyone was talking like oh it's all these defenses that have been you know letting him down over over the course of these nfc champ he's one in five one in four one in five over the uh the nfc championship games and everyone was like it's the defenses it's his defense that lets him down and he plays really well no the defense played out of their minds i'm upset i i just it is it is shocking to me that Aaron Rodgers has played in one Super Bowl. Yeah, it's sho- and he's, like he's it's been ridiculous. In like five NFC Championship games, he's won one of them. It's I mean, that is a like an all time great player, and he's played in one Super Bowl. That just yeah. is mind blowing to me. And I yeah the the offense, I mean later in the game you kind of saw that they had. Um, you know they had they had life and they they were moving the ball well, but yeah, I just I don't know. It just when they really because I believe late in the game it was a four point game or no, it was like a yeah it was a four point game. They got a pick and they just stalled and punted yep. it back and it's just I don't know. It wasn't what wasn't what we're used to seeing from Rodgers. I'm upset. You know it just you can't because as I I really want to call Aaron the best of all time. I really do. I want to call him the most talented of all time. But if you can't score off of two turnovers to get your to get yourself back into the game, which was a nine point swing, by the way, he's I I can't I'm not gonna let those words come out of my mouth. I, well, I there's, I'm there's not a, I'm not gonna I, I can't let the words come out of my mouth on live 
You can't like, be on record. Yeah. It can't be on record. Well, I I don't think winning championships means anything in terms of saying just the most talented player cuz I mean Dan Marino yeah. was a stud. Yeah. And he didn't even play in a Super Bowl, I don't think. So could be wrong, but I'm 99 percent sure he never Maybe won. one. I, I but he never won one. That's all I know. So Rogers already has that. So I, I think you can say whatever you want about the most talented, and that's where I mean, obviously, a completely different thing. But I think that's where it comes into the Jordan Lebron debate too. You can say most talented all you want, but as far as the goat, like I mean, Tom Brady, when you're you got to ten Super Bowls, I mean, I don't care how talented you are. That's that's impressive. I just think Granted, I think Rod- half, half of those Super Bowls were won by Adam Vinatieri, and I'll stand. That is true. Until the day I that die. is tr- kick you know, special teams. Special teams wins special games. Special teams w- wins games. Yeah, I. I don't know. I'm I I'm done talking about the Packers. I, it's just bumming me out, and I'm. Not a fan. I I'm a fan of the Packers, but I'm not a fan of talking about the Packers this. Point in time, we got another game to talk about. Uh, Super Bowl. What Super Bowl are we on? 55. 55. 55 Feels Super pretty Bowls. crazy. Yeah, yeah, to think that. And granted, you had like NFL championships, you know, yeah. before that. But still, to have Super Bowl 55, that is ridiculous. What are your What are, what are your thoughts here? I'm pulling it up right now. The Chiefs are favored 52. percent Three and a half uh, point the spread six it, the spread sits at three. Gotcha. Uh, money line is uh, minus one seventy to the Chiefs. Minus one seventy. I know. I know you're not That's a betting quite man. Quite a bit. Not I've, a betting man. Wink, wink. But uh, I don't like that. Yeah, I don't know. Over under is fifty six and a half. How do you feel about that? Way over. Way, 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 way over. Way up. Way over. If it's in the fifties and the Kansas City Chiefs are playing, you go over. Take the over. You take the over. If it's Just in like the sixties. Maybe take the over. I don't know. Because just like just like we did. Because what that game put up, it was thirty-eight to twenty something. I think so. Yeah, it was. 50 it, was it was over sixty. Both, both games sure. are over. The Packers game yeah. was over, and yeah. the Chiefs both game was over. over. Um, but yeah, what 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 are your thoughts? Because I I have a prediction here. I don't know if you have anything. Because right now I'm sitting at uh, ten and three in my NFL playoff picks extravaganza picking pick extravaganza. Yeah. Pickstraganza. Pickstravaganza. Pickstravaganza. Yeah. I'll let you copyright yeah. that one. I don't, DM. I don't want um, Yeah. And you're sitting at nine and four, I, I believe so. is what is what yeah. we're looking Because like. we both went three and one this last yeah. conference championship. So mm-hmm. I don't know. What are what are your thoughts here? Do you think do you think you can take the cake here? We're gonna have to come up with a with a few different uh little bets that we can make. Because um, obviously we're gonna have the the winner. We're gonna have national anthems under. always a fan favorite at the Super Bowl. The over under on national anthem time how is long, always a fan favorite. How long favorite. do you think the weekend's halftime mm. show is gonna be? I don't know. I need to do research before and I. We th- will we any. have a like dubstep remix of Blinding Lights? Like what? What are they? That's a gonna, great question. They're gonna do something with that song. Well, and there's gonna be there's gonna be my favorite thing. I think. I think my favorite Super Bowl week tradition is just looking at all the different prop bets you can make. Yeah. Because the national anthem time, coin toss, I mean, that's always a fan. Yep, that's yep. great. Um, the fact the fact that someone won like $2 million betting that there was going to be a safety on the first play of the game back in like 2014 with mm-hmm. the Seahawks and yeah. Broncos. Yeah. Who comes yeah. – you can't tell me that, that the Super Bowl isn't scripted then. Yeah. If someone if, – if there was an actual betting line 
on whether or not there was going to be a safety on the first. I mean, play there of is the ridiculous game. things what? like that. Last year, I remember there was there was an over under, or wasn't wasn't one one of the last few years Pitbull was in it, right? Mr. Worldwide. So, no, there was something. No, I'm thinking of something else. Last year with uh, what was it? J Lo. Yeah. And, and Shakira. Uh, Shakira. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was an over. <laughs> there was like a. Yeah, that was that was funny. That was funny. But there was like a there was like a prop bet on like if she would uh, if they'd speak Spanish like yes or no during this show. Um, I'd I'd love to to look more into it, but off the top of my head, I don't know a lot of them. You really, uh, really, uh, I got, got yourself I got with that. So that brings back memories. It's so hot it brings, in the studio it, right it now. It brings back memories. My face is red, dude. I am burning up in the studio right now. I, I think. Okay, so looking at, you know, we'll we'll come up with some some weird wacky, some weird wacky bets because we still have two weeks before then. So next week we'll come back and we'll have this whole pick extravaganza. Pigstraganza, if you will, to get that all figured out. And then we can go forth and seeing who wins the uh the pick, the pick'em, whatever you wanna whatever you wanna call it, right? But as for me right now, sitting right now, a very, very early prediction, two weeks away, I have the Chiefs uh thirty eight, the Bills twenty four. Or sorry, the Bucks twenty four. Yeah, I'm I don't have a prediction at the moment. Ne- I'm, I'll, I'll have one next week. It's too early. I need too early. to gather I, my and thoughts. And that's what I said. And that's what I said. It's a very, very early prediction. Yeah, yeah. Very I need early. to. I need to gather gather some thoughts before I, um, before I make any official prediction. But yeah, I don't. I don't know off the top of my head. I yeah. I'll definitely. I'll probably because here's the thing. The line is going to change. This is just initial. Literally the day after these games. Yeah, and I think it opened at three and a half even. So I think yeah. it's already moved. Yeah. Some. So I you know we'll come back next week and we'll so we'll have something figured out for there. But now it's time for you know one of my favorite segments. Not just. Not, ju- not, not just, just my favorite no. segment either. Uh, not just the station's favorite segment. Uh, you know, I wouldn't even call it the world's favorite segment either. Uh, Nate, do you know what it's time for? If I had to guess, Big Boy of the Week. Big Boy of the Week. We're back again for another week of Big Boy of the Week. And I, I just want to say that... The, the man who's won Big Boy of the Week this week has a very, very good chance at becoming the first ever person on this show to win it two weeks in a row. Maybe, maybe, I guess it would be, you know, it's it's very possible that he could be he could be a, a two-time winner in the span of of two weeks. And if that doesn't give away, you know, who who it is. Let me just play a, a clip here for you, so maybe it will just kind of jog your jog your brain a little bit. We love the Chief fans. Let's give us one right here. How about those Chiefs? It's Andy Reid. Andy Reid is the uh, is the big boy of the week this week, and he deserves it. Honestly, let me let me bring a, a stat in for you here. After everything that he's done this season, and then after yesterday making it. 
to a second consecutive Super Bowl, Andy Reid might be one of the best coaches of all time by the time his career ends. So let me let me read you a stat here real quick. There are only two teams, Nate, and I don't know if you can see my laptop. Don't look. There are only two teams in NFL history to host three consecutive conference championship games. Do you know who those two teams are? Yes, it was uh, the Chiefs now yep. and the Eagles under Reid. So I was, both, and that was and that was my both, next question both, is both teams do you know under, who yeah. head coached or coached for both of those teams at yeah. the time it was both, Andy Reid both Randy Reid two only two teams to ever do that host mm-hmm. three consecutive conference championship games yeah both coached by Andy Reid yeah that's just that's phenomenal and what's, I don't what's crazy is Reid Reid for the longest time was the guy that couldn't win a super like he was just kind of known like well yeah he's a great but he, you got to as a as an all time great coach, you have to win a championship to really be solidified as an all time yeah. great, and he's done that now. So now he's he's secure as an all time great coach. Anything after this, just build his resume more and more towards. I mean, he's going to the Hall of Fame. Anything past this, just build his resume more and more. And you look at how many like in the divisional round. I remember they showed all the former Reed. Uh, um, Assistants yeah. that were like left the, in the, the division coaching round. tree for Andy it's Reed ridiculous, is insane. Yeah, it's it's really crazy because I I know McDermott uh, for Buffalo, uh, Harp John Harbaugh did uh, Rivera in Doug Washington. Peterson's kind of Doug mixed Peterson, in there as well. Matt Nagy. Um, I mean, and then all the guy, all the coaches that come off of those guys as well. Like yes. Andy Reid's kind of just He's, at the top I mean, of the mountain right now. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. It's really crazy to think. And if, if yeah. the Chiefs pull off some sort of, you know, ridiculous – I'm getting comfortable now. I'm leaning back in the seat. I'm <laughs> I'm trying to live my best life here, Nate. I'm getting real comfortable here, more comfortable than I should here in the studio. But, you know, I think if the Chiefs – you know, just talking – you know, just from a show standpoint here. I really think that if he can pull something wild out in the Super Bowl, then uh, – we might have a a two time, the first uh, the first two time Big Boy of the Week award recipient. Well, and if there's one thing that you just got to know about Andy Reid, it's that he's phenomenal coming off a of bye week, and he is he, he especially with that bye week. Part of that is he's always got just some tricks. He always has a new little trick up his sleeve, a new something new out his bag of tricks, and. Like when they rolled out last year with the Rose Bowl uh, formation, where they like did the little yeah, fake handoff yeah. and everything. The, the spin. That and was everything. so cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. and I would not be surprised at all if he has something like that cooked up for a fourth and one or a third and goal from the one kind of situation. Can we talk about He'll the Chiefs? Something. The Chiefs' play calling on fourth and one because it's probably the most predictable thing I've ever seen in my the life. The little hitch to Tyree. Yeah, yeah. They ran that against the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Uh, in like week, what was that week? Yeah. Fourteen, yeah. fifteen. Same play, literally. You have the the you have Travis off to the off to the left over here. You have a running back in the backfield. Trips right, okay. If you don't football terms here, yeah. You have you have three receivers to the right side and of Tyreek the quarterback. On the... Tyreek is in the slot, yeah. okay. So then what they do is they send the two guys on the outside deep, and then Tyreek just runs a little out right. He runs five yards up and then to the sideline. Pat's gonna roll out to the right and just or dump Chad it off Henney to him. or Chad Henney for that. <laughs> Whoever's matter. behind. But here's what I'm yeah. saying: they came out in the exact same formation against the Browns and ran the exact same play. Yeah. To win the game, so and I I'm believe the they Bucks, did that once 
once in this game against Buffalo on yeah. like a third and one or yeah. third and two or so fourth it's, and two. So it's probably yeah. the most predi- – that's the only thing that I have – against what the Chiefs are doing right now is it's just very predictable sometimes. Well, and yeah, it is. But on those short yardage situations with Tyree Kill, I don't really know how you can guard that. Yeah. Now, unless you just drop everyone, press, maybe bring a guy down in the flat uh, to, like, double him, um, I could see that. But, like, dude, on that hitch route, like, I don't really know how you can guard. Just, that, just, it's so quick. That's it's like yeah, you can so you fast. can double him and drop a deep safety. You can there's ways to kind of neutralize the deep ball against him. Mm-hmm. But and let's not forget that that game against Tampa Bay was the game that he had 200 yards in the first quarter. Won me I my, believe. my fantasy. Yeah. There. If you had him, yeah. you just automatically won in you fantasy. Just won. He had like 60 points for me in fantasy that Yeah, was and ridiculous. You know, I'm willing to bet that they're not going to have him in single coverage at all oh, this no, game no uh, because they had him for multiple plays in that mm-hmm. game before, but um yeah, I I know they'll they'll the Bucks will cover him better and I was watching like ESPN and NFL Network and stuff, and they were talking about you know different ways, the kind of the way Belichick's always guarding him because whenever he plays the Patriots, he doesn't really do anything yeah. because the, Belichick well, kind of has Bill's it down. Like he's kind a of a genius, yeah. but I don't know after after what we saw this season. Yeah, people, you know now it's time because <laughs> I I really thought the Patriots would be better yeah. without Brady. I not bet not better off without him, but I thought they would be better than they were without him. But I didn't think so. Now we see. I think I think Tom is. I think Tom is a very good quarterback. I think he's made better by the pieces around him. Mm-hmm. Belichick being one of those pieces, and I think the Belichick is a very—they complement each other. Is yep. what I, long story short, I think they complement each mm-hmm. other very well. And when you don't have that that key player for you, then you know what? What do you have? Yeah, Cam Newton. That's what Gosh. you have. And you know, I I like Cam. I respect Cam. I just think that. You know, because he's been out of the league for some time, I think that's what he just kind of lost a step. I think that's what really kind of got him there. Well, remember week he, the Patriots went out in one week one. Mm-hmm. A week two, they hung in there and almost beat Seattle. Yeah. Um. So everyone was kind of like, "Crap, is maybe it, I mean, maybe they're maybe still they're good. good." But then we found out that Seattle are frauds, and yeah, and, you know, yeah. whatever. And there we go. And right. then that answers that question for you. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, I, yeah, the all time. Yeah, I really, I really, until this year, always thought Brady is great, Belichick is great, but Belichick makes Brady greater. And that if Brady Brady went someone else, somewhere else, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be as good. Now, granted, he went to an offense that's more stacked and maybe not as well coached. But Bruce Arians is a really good coach too. Yeah. So, um. But yeah, I, I was I was not expecting it to be as bad as what I saw this year from from Belichick. And I think I think you know I look at this Tampa Bay team and I think that a lot of people on that team were definitely just ring chasing in my mind. That's the best way that I can put it. Is you know why would why would Leonard Fournette come to the Bucks if he didn't think he was going to win? You know, a, a Super Bowl because well, he came Antonio in basically Brown knowing he was going to split with yeah. Ronald Jones yeah. and a rookie who hasn't had much experience. Like you playoff Lenny yeah. though, playoff Leonard Lenny. playoff Lenny. I mean, he looked phenomenal. Well, you got to remember that the Packers have the seventh worst rushing defense in the NFL. I, all I know is that we uh, Friday I was watching Fox Fox Bet and they were giving all their prop picks for the weekend, and all they said was Leonard Fournette's 
rushing yards total was like 45 and a half. They were like, take the over, it's going to hit. And they said playoff Lenny. And that's, in my mind, I was like, playoff Lenny. And I think it I hit. just, uh, we start talking about the Bucks again, and it makes me sad. It's okay, we can move, we can go yeah, somewhere we're, else. We'll, <laughs> go somewhere else. <laughs> we'll, we'll take a quick break. Let's talk about the Pro Bowl. No, but, <laughs> no, yeah, that, that's right. That's <laughs> oh, okay, 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 let's do it then. <laughs> yeah, when we come back, I was going to talk about uh, something that I hate even more than the Packers losing, which is the Pro Bowl, which is coming up next week. So stay tuned for that uh, Pro Bowl conversation coming up uh, right after this. You're listening to Settle the Score with Colin Settle and Nate Gray. Right here on Wildcat 91.9. New music now. Please sing with me. Yesterday All my troubles seemed so far away Now it looks as though they're here to stay Oh, I believe in yesterday I'm still sad. This is still the Sad Boy Hour. This is the the Colin Settle Sad Boy Hour here on Wildcat 909 New Music Now. This is uh, settling the score. A very somber episode, I will say, with uh, how I'm feeling with the. Uh, I'm just. I don't know, man. I'm just in the mood. It's okay. I mean, we've been there before. I mean, for the longest time, for most of my life, the the Chiefs were there every year. So I, 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 I do know how you feel. I, I definitely know how you feel. Sir, I was taking a drink there, to of my of my orange Fanta. Thank you to my mother again for sending me that here uh, for the first week of classes. What uh, what does your schedule look like here for this semester? Are you are you busy? Not really. Mostly online, but. Yeah. I'm working a little more than last semester, hoping to pick up that slack. But yeah, not too bad. Well, before we, uh, I'm gonna let the I'm gonna let the song keep going. Um, I'm a big Beatles guy. I don't know about you. Like we're 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 a sports talk, but we can talk we can talk a little bit of music. I'm I'm a big I'm a big Beatles fan. I don't know about you. I grew up listening to to the Beatles quite a bit. I saw Paul McCartney in in concert. He oh. played this. It was pretty great. Uh, I saw Ringo also, so I've seen both of both of the remaining Beatles in concert, which is thankful. Uh, I'm very thankful for that. But I mean, let's uh, let's talk about the Pro Bowl. I think the I granddaddy th- of them all. Oh yes, the yeah. The, yeah. the heightened, the best game of the year. The the Mac Daddy, if you will, the grand. I don't even know what when to they call talk it. about the big game. The big game. They don't mean the Super Bowl. It's the Pro Bowl. They mean the Pro Bowl. It's the Pro Bowl. And here's the thing about the Pro Bowl this year, is it's it's not even being. Played. It's not a, even a real game. It's not even a real game. They're I think the players still get to like go to Orlando yeah, though, so it's like, like kind of fun. Simulating it on Madden. What? What? You get through this whole season with with getting through, you know. COVID and that's why that's why they're not playing in person is because they don't want to have like some big super spreader event and I understand that but still you saw what the NBA playoffs were able Maybe to they should do just simulate the Super Bowl on Madden too yeah honestly like what's the point what why happens not? if what happens if Pat gets COVID in the next two weeks what are they gonna do postpone the game yes they would yes oh. they would postpone the game yeah but you know whatever looking at uh, the rosters here just starting with the the AFC. Uh, Patrick Mahomes was the was the quarterback there, but obviously he will not be uh, 
Well, I don't see why they can't now that it's on Madden. And that's the thing, yeah. Now now they they can't. Now it doesn't matter who goes to the Super Bowl. They can just play the actual, which is almost, I mean, it's intriguing that it's on Madden. Yeah. I'm probably not going to tune in, but it is kind of cool that now the players who are in the Super Bowl can participate in some fashion. Here's my problem with the Pro Bowl is that there are no stakes. There are no stakes. Look at the NBA All Star Game. Last year's All Star Game was phenomenal. Look at look, they made it so or, much. Sorry, better. sorry. I meant I meant uh, uh, what the MLB does. Look at what they do. If you win the the All Star Game or whatever they call it, I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah, All Star Game. The All Star yeah. Game. You get home field advantage. Yeah. In the playoffs, which mm-hmm. is huge. Yeah. Honestly, but now you play. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. Either, and I don't. I, I honestly don't know. Either play the Pro Bowl after the Super Bowl or don't play it at all. That's the best way that I can do it because then you get those players that that are in the Super Bowl because then you'd get because if, if it were happening in person then you'd get Pat you get because I mean you have Tyreek you have I believe Travis Kelsey's on here Eric Fisher's on here uh, Frank Clark and Chris Jones are both on here uh, I think that's it yeah. Tyron Matthew made strong safety as well but. <sighs> You know, you get all those players, and then we'll, once we get to the NFC side, then you get all the, the Bucks players as well, right? So either don't play it at all, either add some stakes to it so that the players take it more seriously. I think the only time I've ever seen the Pro Bowl be serious is when Sean Taylor absolutely demolished Killed that punter. Someone, yeah. Yeah, he, he murdered someone yeah. on live television. Yeah. For legal reasons, that is a joke. A joke please, yeah. please don't yeah. take that seriously. Like, well, he j- he just jacked a punter. Well, was- I don't, I don't think, I don't. Football is the only sport where I like. You can make the argument for like, oh, like you can still have stuff, you know, injury problems and yeah. like hockey and other stuff. But football is the only sport where like you should go in being like, I could get hurt I could get seriously yeah. hurt playing yeah. this where there's it's considerable the the injury yeah. on every single play yeah. so I don't I don't know if they should play the Pro Bowl because personally either that or the problem is the way it is now people aren't interested because the players don't take it seriously and the no. players don't take it seriously because yes there's no stakes but also there's a chance of injury in a meaningless game yep so it's like so either add some stakes to it or play it after the Super Bowl or don't play it at all yeah, and I think my dad took because they used to play it after the Super Bowl uh, for a period mm-hmm. of time. Uh, my dad's first NFL game was actually the Pro Bowl in really? Can- in Kansas City. Well, how about that? When they hosted at Arrowhead in seventy something, and he said it was the weirdest thing ever because it was after the Super Bowl. None of the players really cared. It was like <laughs> rainy. It was just like, and he was a little kid, and he was like, "What, what is this? This is, this is what, football." What's your yeah. dad's name? John Gray. John Gray. Yeah. Shout out John Gray. Yeah. First, yeah. first NFL. He was game like, was he the said, Pro and Bowl. he told me that, and he said, "I know it's sad, isn't it? My first <laughs> NFL game was the Pro Bowl, but yeah, yeah." I, so I don't know. I just don't think there's really considerable reason to play it I with agree. the the risk of injury because yep. the 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 product they're putting on the field isn't good, and no. even and adding an incentive isn't good enough to risk the injury to the players. Also, just to add on my hatred for the Pro Bowl, make it like an actual voted on by your peers. Don't let the fan fans vote. don't let fans vote for the Pro Bowl. The fan vote is stupid don't, in every no, sport, it's though. It's dumb in every sport because here here's why. Here's why. I'm glad we're on the same page here because it's just a it's just the fans bowl. That's yeah. what it is, and it's, it's kind of fun to feel like you have a say, but it's yeah, it's stupid. That's when like it doesn't mean you anything. look at I I see like stats. 
because people are like Aaron Rodgers is a one-time Super Bowl winner, two-time, soon-to-be three-time NFL MVP, and he has eight Pro Bowls. And I'm like, Pro Bowls are meaningless. Yeah, they mean because nothing. they're voted on by the fans, who are obviously going to vote for their favorite players, and not the actual players that play well throughout the season. And this, this was most apparent. Um, I don't know if you followed. Um, the Royals too heavily. Those two or three years, they're really good. But in 2015, oh yeah, that's like vote. the only time that I ever watched baseball. I ever went, was, was I went online every day after mm-hmm. school, and I would make new emails. I would do whatever because <laughs> I was voting for every Royals player. And man, Omar Infante almost made this the All Star game at second base, and yeah, he was like yeah. a barely 200 hitter. Yeah. He was like the the Royals, like he was batting ninth for the yeah. Royals. Like he was not even yeah, one not of the top <laughs> five players on his own team, and he almost made yeah, the All Star game. I remember I was driving, uh, I was driving to Branson for a golf tournament with my dad. Uh, my dad was on a business trip, and you know, shout out Craig as mm-hmm. well. Uh, shout out John and Craig. You know, it's it's, it's Dad's, Dad's Day on Dad's the, Day yeah. on the on the Seven yeah. Score Show here on Wildcat ninety one nine New Music Now. I'm your host Colin Settle, along with Nate Gray back in the studio once again. It's good to have you back. It's good, to, it's be good to be back. But yeah, we were, dad had a business trip down in like Branson, I think it was. We were driving down, listening to the radio, and they were the guys on the radio were genuinely getting like hyped up because Omar might make the the All Star game. Yeah. Which is which is just insane. And I'm a Royals fan, so I was kinda yeah. like, that's cool, but I was like also like when it, like I was voting for him because it was like kind of funny. Like yeah. I was voting for yeah. every Royals yeah. player, but then when I, they released the numbers and each week he was still leading, I was, <laughs> was kind of like, there. I was like, this isn't this isn't right though. Like this is not what yeah. it's what it should no. be. And no. still that year they had a lot of All Star players, but yeah. they were also one of the best teams at that point, so it made sense. Mm-hmm. But no, I think the like I, this was this this is most apparent in the NFL with I think handful of players but as a Chiefs fan I see it with Mitchell Schwartz because Dude. he was the first team pro, all pro so the, the all pro means something because that's writers I love and Mitchell the all the all pro writing is so much more or the all pro voting yeah. is so much more and especially because it's AFC and NFC it's the whole yes. league yes. he's the he's the the first team all pro right tackle so I, he's can, I love he's genuine he's over, he is all, one of the most underrated tackles in the yeah. entire NFL and, I and he wasn't making Pro Bowls because it's stupid. Go watch his highlights. Please. Yeah. Brett Coleman, does. Uh, he has a YouTube channel called uh, uh, The Film Room, okay? Did a whole episode on Mitchell Schwartz and why he's the best tackle in the league. Please, if you have any brain or any common sense at all, please and he might be coming back for the Super video. Bowl. I would hope so. I think mm-hmm. that, that hurt the – this is the last thing I'm going to say about the Packers. I'm done talking about the Packers for this for this. Back show. to Ari. Back to Ari. Yeah. That yeah no that that he's so hurt. crucial yeah. that hurt the the loser that came from Detroit playing right tackle I don't even remember his name it's so irrelevant it's not worth it. at this time don't even remember his name god awful so bad honestly one of one of the worst performances I think I've ever seen going up against Shaq Barrett who's like a second. He played he's for like a, the Patriots. He's a, he's a, and he was a backup outside he was, linebacker. He sucked until like last what? year. And yeah, I I don't know. Get out of here. That's that's the last thing I have to say. Is if back to if David Bakhtiari was playing, uh definitely would have gone better for the for the Packers offensive line. But I, I don't even I don't remember what we were talking about. We were about. on the Pro Bowl. We, we were talking about Because we were using talking about we, how Mitchell we're Schwartz. About Mitchell Schwartz, yes. Mitchell Schwartz one or two years in a row was the first team all pro right tackle. So that means he is the consensus 
by yep. actual his peers, the actual people who are knowledgeable of the game, as the best tackle in football, but he didn't even make the Pro Bowl because it was like his fan voting. Yeah. So that's just why I think people take the Pro Bowl too seriously. People are like, oh, like, you know, such and such, he's got like 10, 15. Pre- it's like the Pro Bowl doesn't mean anything. It's all pro is what you really, yeah. I think, the, the is, means pro, a lot more. The all pro, the all pro team means a at. lot more. Yeah. Well, if we're going to keep talking about things that piss me off, Let's talk about the overtime rules. This is this is what the theme of the episode is today. I'm Things glad that upset me. To be to be frank, I'm, let's I'm, talk about overtime because here's the thing: I've alluded to it in the past. I've said that that I could talk about the overtime rules for this entire show if I really wanted to. And let me give you a quick synopsis. And then, for that matter, let's. I'm I'm getting off on a tangent. I don't like kickoffs either. We're on a rabbit hole. I don't like kickoffs either. But let's. I, I said we're going to talk about overtime because here's the thing. I, I haven't specifically talked about why I hate the NFL overtime. And I, I've alluded to that I don't like it. I very strongly dislike it, but I've never actually said why I hate the NFL overtime. And this is why. Look back to games in the past. Okay, just specifically, I want to bring up one that, that hits close to home to you. That was 2018, mm-hmm. right? Chiefs, Patriots. AFC Championship game, Patrick Mahomes, and this is and this is why this is why it gets me going. Patrick Mahomes never got a chance to even touch the ball. Yeah, never even got a chance to touch the ball in that game, and or in that overtime. And granted, that defense stunk. Yeah, just historically, like historically bad defense. Yeah. So the only argument you can say is, oh well, it's a team game, team, and I get that, but. The college overtime games are some of the most electric football games Dude, ever. Yeah, K State, and I know you'll know what I'm talking about. K State A and M, the four yep, overtime yep, game. Yep. I was, you were probably was there. there too. I was there. I was there. One of the most fun games I've been doing my whole yep. life. I don't know. The NFL could has I think out of all the sports, professional sports leagues, and I'm I feel like you'll agree. I think they have the best product in the world. Yeah, I think, I think so. they're so great. But that's the one thing that I'm just like, like I'm so glad none of these playoff games. I don't think any playoff games went to overtime, and I'm so glad because there's so many situations where teams just kind of get screwed. Because yeah. what what doesn't make sense to me is the rules are well, both teams get the ball unless the team scores or gets a safety, scores yeah. a touchdown or gets a safety. Now if they kick a field goal, it's then like dude, the other team gets it's like dude, score. either go sudden death like you used yeah. to, or do a college style. And maybe move it back to the 35 or the 40 instead of the 25 here's, here's like college. The college overtime is one of the most exciting things I've ever seen. Who is it? It was like LSU. Texas A&M. Texas like seven overtime. Seven overtime. It was like 77 to like 70 or something. Or so- yeah, yeah, it was something crazy. It was crazy. ridiculous. Yeah. How, how high score. It's like one of the highest scoring games I think of all time. Mm-hmm. And why would you not want that? As an yeah. NFL fan, as an NFL fan, why would you not want that? And as as a commissioner and as an owner in the league, as a head coach, why would you not want that sort of excitement? Well, I think you. So we 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 agree that college overtime games are some of the most electric games ever. Some of the worst football games I've ever seen are NFL games that ends in end in ties. Yeah. Like this year, yeah. The Bengals Eagles had Bad. one of the most atrocious Bad. football games I've ever seen. They had six punts combined in a yep. in a ten minute overtime yep. period. Neither one of those teams wanted to didn't, win. Didn't the they were Texans, just playing not to lose. The Texans had one a few years ago where both teams missed like two field goals yeah. 
And yeah. then, like, the game-winning field goal was also missed, and it ended in a tie mm-hmm. when both teams had the ball for, like, yeah. three possessions No, I know each. which game. Yeah, I remember which game I, you're talking I, about. I believe it was a Texans game, but There is never a reason. I'm sorry if there's yeah. any soccer fans listening, but there's never a reason a game should end in a tie. It never. just shouldn't. Never. There's a winner and a loser. There's got to be. So always. I don't – there always. always has to be. But that's that's the main reason why I hate the NFL overtime rules is that – First off, both teams don't get a chance to score. Mm-hmm. And the the game is essentially and here's the thing, it's not essentially it's not fully decided by the coin toss, but the coin toss gives such an advantage oh, to one absolutely. team. Absolutely. You got the best chance to you go have out and the score first. Best chance yeah. to score a touchdown and win the game. Mm-hmm. But if you look at the at the at the college overtime rules, both teams get a chance to to score, then it, it's it's also, you know, you go on offense and you go on defense, and then you have to play one back-to-back mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. So if you go on offense first time, then you go on defense, then, then you, you have go to go defense on defense again, again, and then offense. Yeah. 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 And I, I love that because there's so many of those games where it's like, all right, this team scores a touchdown, yep. uh, they go up seven, the other team scores a touchdown, and they miss the extra point, and the game loses because they miss. Like, yeah. There's so many just exciting, exciting games like that, and I think the NFL – is really missing out. They're missing out. They could out. make those games so 100%. much more 100%. I yeah. could not agree with you more there. And here's the thing with kickoffs as well. While we're on the topic, kickoffs are dumb and stupid, and they need to get rid of them. The one statistic that, that I thought was really dumb and made me really angry, granted because it's something that hits me very deep and personal to home, the last time a onside ki- an onside kick was recovered in an NFL playoff game was 2014. in 2014 Seahawks. where Brandon Freaking Bostick of the Green Bay Packers, who was released the day after this game, dropped an onside kick. That would have won the game. That would have won the game. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. It it was going right to Jordy Nelson. Mm-hmm. Right to Jordy. And Brandon Bostick put his greasy little fingers, his little nubbins his up there. Frying pan his hands. <laughs> yeah. He's got, yeah. Yeah. His 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 dumb little sausage finger hands up there to try and catch that ball. And it went right through his hands, hit him in the face mask. The Seahawks recovered the ball and they won that game. Mm-hmm. One yeah. of one of many uh, NFC championships that Aaron Rodgers yeah. has lost, and that was the years. that was the last recovered that was On, the last the successful last onside kick onside kick until last night until last yeah. night with the Bills yeah. and the Chiefs. Kind of a garbage time that didn't really end up meaning. And anything, why why is that? Why is that? It's because the kickoff rules are stupid. Because there's no run up anymore. Yeah. for the kicking team. You got to, and you I know no they want to get rid of. I know they want to get rid of the concussions, but. It just ruins your product. Yeah. you. It's dumb and stupid, and I'm not a fan of it. Really at all. Really at all. And I don't understand why anyone would be a fan of these. It just takes the excitement out of the game. Mm-hmm. You know, there's just no... They need to level the playing field. That, exactly. It, you're like unfair the, if you can't I like the idea up. of having the offense come out onto the field like a for a fourth and, and 15 from, like, the 35... Or whatever, or the thirty, and you have to get to like the forty-five or mm-hmm. something like that, because that's where you'd have to recover the kick, anyways. Because they kick from the thirty-five, you have to get to the forty-five. I think that that works perfectly fine, right? I don't. It's it's more exciting. The offense actually has a chance now. I just, I don't know, man. I don't. I mean, I think that'd be exciting. I think it'd be cool, but I don't know. I. For some reason, I just I I'm, I'm I lean on the side of keeping special teams in as much as I not as much as you can, but I, I 
you got to win special teams. So I don't know. I agree. You have to win on all phases of the game if you want to be a successful mm-hmm. football team. Yeah, in my opinion. But that's just my. Those are my. That was my. This is my one episode that I get to rant, and I think I made the most of it. So thank you for listening here to Settling the Score on Wildcat 91.9 New Music Now. I'm your host, Colin Settle. I'm on Twitter at Colin Settle. The show at Score Settling. Nate Gray. Thank you for for Wildcat 91.9 New Music Now. That's all I got for you. Thank you. We'll see you next time.